Hello and welcome to Nightcap with Jim. I am the titular Jim, and tonight we'll be beginning our three-part series on Rick and Morty. For more content you may enjoy, please check out our Morning Magami podcast and our other social media content at Magami Players on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. Let's get into it. So I decided to do a, a big series on Rick and Morty uh, because last week they dropped a little teaser trailer for Season 4 of Rick and Morty and a release date of 2018, which is super exciting. Um, can't wait for Season 4, as we've discussed on the podcast a couple of times here on Nightcap with Jim and on Morning Manga Meet, uh, they have gotten a episode order of uh, 70 episodes, so it's uh, another 7 seasons, uh, starting with uh, Season 4. And uh, it's just super exciting for all of us Rick and Morty fans because, you know, there was that whole thing where season three, there was some, mm, you know, it just took a little while to, to get out. And so, you know, yeah, they had the thing where they released the first episode for free on, you know, YouTube and other streaming services and whatnot. Just to, you know, give us a taste of, uh, you know, what the season was going to be like. And then we get, you know, the excellent season three. And, you know, so season four is coming out uh, later this year, 2018. So excited for it. So excited. But uh, that's uh, that's later. This is now. <laughs> um, so season one. Um, I don't think there's, there's very few shows I've ever seen where uh, the first season is as ambitious as as Rick and Morty season one, um, and also just like it's it's because it's so high concept sci-fi crazy absurd stuff that's happening in the season, you know, and it's fantastic. It's just amazing, you know. I love everything about Rick and Morty. I really do. That's why you know, unlike my tour of duty series, I'm not really going to be doing uh, like a separate segment about like my favorite episodes because um, we'd be here. <laughs> We'd be here all night, quite literally. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, but, you know, it's just, I just love Rick and Morty so much. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. Um, might be my favorite animated show of, I've ever seen. Uh, one of my favorite sci-fi, you know, crazy stuff happening shows, you know, fut like Futurama and, and stuff like that. Uh, it's just so much fun, this show, you know, it makes me laugh so hard, and then makes me, you know, think about stuff a little bit, you know, I mean, not too much, but, you know, every once in a while, it's just like, oh, hmm, that's interesting, um, but also, it's just full of, you know, uh, uh, Easter eggs and references to stuff, um, uh, for instance, uh, the episode where, uh, in season one, where, uh, Morty asks Rick for uh, a love potion to give to Jessica so that she'll fall in love with him, and then they all turn into these monsters, and they call them Cronenbergs. Uh, that's a reference to David Cronenberg, the filmmaker, uh, who in um, his films, uh, some of his films, uh, like his horror stuff, makes those kinds of crazy monsters that are just like deformed and all and, and, and just like totally freaky looking so, you know, just all kinds of fun little references and stuff like that, which is just, you know, I mean, if you're a, if you're a big fan of, of filmmaking and, and TV and whatnot, you know, you'll, you'll pick up on, on some of these things, uh, and, you know, it's just like, 
so awesome. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and, you know, again, like, just so ambitious and, you know, uh, just really out there kind of, kind of stuff, you know. I mean, the pilot, what an ambitious pilot for a TV show. You know, you got this, uh, you know, just the, just even the opening scene alone, you know, Rick is just drunk off his ass, completely shit-faced, and, you know, he drags Morty out of bed, and he's like, oh, Morty, I'm gonna blow up the world, Morty. <laughs> just, we're gonna get a fresh start, Morty. We're gonna, we're gonna get a fresh start. <laughs> And no, we're gonna go pick up Jessica so that you, you know, you have someone, you have a, you know, someone to to get with and whatnot. And don't worry, Morty, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna move in on Jessica. That's all. That's all. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so absurd. Just such an absurd way to start a TV show, and it's just, but it's amazing. You know, there's just something about Rick and Morty that is, it's kind of unquantifiable, uh, of like how it, how it's just so good with with it being so ridiculous you know um for instance the episode where uh morty gets to be in charge of the adventure for the first time uh, me seeks and destroys uh and you know they go to this this land and you know they're two two heroes looking for adventure and <laughs> and you know you have the whole giants um, thing going on with the and you know just totally like Rickyism, Ricky doing Rickyisms for you know fee fi fo fum. I smell the blood of an Englishman, you know. But just like all this other just crazy, just I mean, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon are so good together. You know, I mean Dan Harmon. Um, you know, I'm a huge huge fan of Dan Harmon's. You know, from Community and the other work that he's done. Uh, but him hooking up with Justin Roiland for, for Rick and Morty was just, like, absolutely genius, you know. And Justin Roiland is so talented. Uh, and, you know, you really... The, some of the... Uh, the uh, uh, You know, you can really tell how talented he is, especially when you get to uh, Rick's D-Minute, uh, Rick's D-Minutes, uh, where they're watching interdimensional television. Because all of the, you know, stuff that's on the television, um, you know, the commercials and the trailers for a movie and the TV shows and whatever, uh, they're all improv. It's all improvis improvisation by Justin Roiland, you know, just stand there in the booth and just saying stuff into the microphone. <laughs> and my favorite one is probably the is, uh, Two Brothers movie, and it's just this you know, long ranting kind of improv um, that's just so crazy and absurd, you know, these two brothers in a van and then an asteroid and then they're running <laughs> and then a Mexican armada and the Mexican armada, the ships are f shaped like sombrero sombreros <laughs> and their guns shoot their, their blaster rifles shoot tomatoes and <laughs> I mean, oh, it just, it's just, it, it makes me laugh just thinking about it. <laughs> and then there's cat, there's mo cat monsters, and old lady, just, you know, oh, it's just, it's just so good, so, so good. Um, <laughs> I mean, oh, it's just, it's just this, it's one of these shows that is just, that comes out of nowhere, and 
really grabs you. You know, it really, it's the kind of show that, you know, you're either going to love it or you're just going to be like, what in the hell is is this? This is absurd. But but it's amazing, you know. Uh, I think most of us who've, who've seen it fell in love with it, you know, and... And that's that's one of the reasons why I think they've gotten this new seventy order, uh, seventy episode order, is because the fan base is is so kind of rabid and passionate, um, and you know, uh, just just wanting, desiring more Rick and Morty. Just we want more, and you know, and finally, you know, the the network was like, let's just give them more Rick and Morty. Let's just do it. Let's just give them a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of Rick and Morty. <laughs> and they did it, man. And it's awesome. It's so awesome. You know, uh, but there's some interesting things about it, too, because, you know, you have, like, Dan Harmon, you know, uh, was saying in an interview, you know, like, it's a blessing and a curse to get to have this kind of faith in, in your TV show and to get an episode count uh, that high, because, you know, you could kind of fall into, you know, mediocrity in a way, and, and is it going to be, uh, as good, um, going down the road as, as, you know, are we, are we going to be able to really dive into it and, 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 you know, really make sure that the quality of these episodes is going to be up to par, and I understand that makes total complete sense, but at the same time, you know, I'm not too worried about it, because typically when you, uh, when a person expresses something like that, you know, a fear, a concern, typically I've found that uh, that just means that they're actively looking to avoid that situation, you know, and you you see, I mean, you, you, you again, you understand what he's talking about when you go through these episodes, especially season one, which is just really high-quality television, you know, and that's just really, it's just top-notch kind of stuff. I mean, it's absolutely absurd and crazy, but it's all really, really well done, really good, you know, the writing is fantastic, the animation is is absurdly awesome, I love the animation style of Rick and Morty. You know, um, it's just so much, it's just so, so much great stuff happening all at the same time. You know, great guest stars, you know, Justin Roiland with his, his very uh, acrobatic vocal talent, you know, being able, just this, this incredible range that he has of, of voice, of voices and characters that he comes up with. And it's just like, wow, you know, I want to do something this awesome, you know, it's the kind of thing where if you, if you are a filmmaker, or if you're, if you want to make TV shows, you know, or if you want to do animated stuff, whatever, it's the kind of thing where you look at it as an artist, and you go, wow, that's, I want to do something that's as good as that, even if I could do something that's half as good as that, I'd be happy, you know, and, and that's what I love about art, you know, and especially something like Rick and Morty, it's when, you know, it's when, it's the kind of thing that, yes, we all enjoy it, but at the same time, it's, for, for us artists, it's the kind of thing that makes us want to elevate our own game, and to make, and push us further, make us push the envelope, make us create the highest quality content that we possibly can, and that's, that's just a beautiful thing, when art does that, you know, when, when, when you have artists coming together, 
and creating this thing that's just that you find to be so so fantastically amazing that it inspires you to to want to get better at at what you're doing and that's exactly what Rick and Morty does for me anyway is it's just like if I ever do you know an anime TV show I want it to be as good as Rick and Morty because it's just so much fun you know and then there's these moments of drama and, and, and tension between you know Rick and Morty or some of the other characters that you know kind of you know bring it more to the dramatic side you know do a drama tip on it and um, and that's and that's really great too when you have these these little moments peppered throughout where it's just like oh some it's this is getting dramatic here a little bit which is so much fun because you know there's not a lot of I don't really find that to be you know something that's quite as common in in a lot of shows uh, especially animated stuff where it's you know yeah, it's it's mostly comedy, but there are these moments, you know, here and there where it's like dramatic, or even if it's funny, it's like, you know, like that that old saying, you know, it's funny because it's true, kind of stuff. Like the episode with with the devil and they and um, you know Rick and uh, Summer, they take steroids to get real jacked so they can you know beat the devil up, and then you know there's this post credit sequence where they're running around to you know. DMX's ex go and give it to you <laughs> and they're just beating up all kinds of people that are just total assholes like you know a, a Nazi some guy who was kicking his dog and it's like yeah it's really funny but at the same time it's like that's that's totally true you know you would love it if you got to see a Nazi get his face punched in by you know some jack dude on steroids you know like you you see someone abusing an animal you know most of us would have no problem, you know, cracking cracking a cold one over the back of their skull. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously we try not to do that because we live in a civilized society where, you know, you're not supposed to go around assaulting people for, for, for stuff. But when, but that's what's nice about animation is that it gives it gives you gives storytellers especially the opportunity to go as as crazy and get as, as absurd and extreme as they want to without having to really go too far into the real like the like real life counterpart of that action the so it's just it's just the it's just this this medium um, animation that just gives artists a lot more freedom than they would normally have if they were doing a live action uh, type of project you know I mean if like if Rick and Morty was live action you know, I mean, that's what that's one of the things that Matt Groening said about The Simpsons, you know, is that if they could do The Simpsons as a live-action show, but it would be, you know, something like $10 million an episode or whatever he said at the time. And, you know, Rick and Morty would be the same thing, but then you would have those sequences, like the sequence where they go around, you know, beating up these people, and it would just be a lot more real. You know, it wouldn't, there wouldn't be as, it wouldn't be as comedic as it is when it's animated and especially when it's animated in a certain way like Rick and Morty's animation style is very unique and very different from from anything else you know I mean the same thing goes with something like Archer you know or Bob's Burgers you know and Family Guy and stuff you know like it's all very different animation styles uh, that that just you know they 
allow for storytelling in this in this very different and unique way and and that's because of the way that it's animated you know how the characters look how they move how they interact um i mentioned this show the hollow um uh previously on the podcast and that's it's again it's another different style of animation i mean it looks kind of familiar front to to stuff you know that's you you know like maybe like johnny quest or something like that Uh, i'm probably naming the wrong show but you know um go ahead and call me out on that (laughs) if you want but uh but it's 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 not just how what the animation looks like when it's standing still it's it's how it looks when it's in motion so you know how character how characters run how they move how they you know like how they fight if there's fight sequences and all that great stuff you know, and Rick and Morty has this really just fantastic animation style that allows, like, it's some, there's something about it that allows for this kind of absurdist storytelling that is just so out there and kind of crazy, but at the same time, it's just absolutely fantastic. You know, there's something, it's, there's something about it. Like I said, there's, it's, Rick and Morty is one of those shows, again, it, it has this X factor, and it's, it's, there's, it's, the combination of all these elements, you know, the great voice acting, the the stories that they decide to tell, the the dialogue and how it's written, the animation style and the characters, all that stuff coming together and interacting, and and this it just creates this amazing and epic fusion uh, that allows for this amazing comedy. Um, and, you know, I could, I, I could go on all, I could keep going and going and going and going, but, you know, it's a series, we got two more episodes to go, so I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna wrap it up here, uh, just by saying, you know, season one, how awesome was it, and again, it's, it's, it's strange, you know, I'm gonna talk about it a little bit more as the series goes on, but, you know, it's very rare that I've, I've come across a TV show where each successive season is better than the last. You know, I mean, even Tour of Duty, one of my favorite shows, you know, I love the entirety of the show, but if I was going to rank the seasons, I would rank them, you know, two, one, and three in ascending order. You know, season three is my favorite, season one is my second favorite, and season two is my is my third favorite. You know, and that's not to say I don't like season two. But, you know, there's something about season one that I just like a little bit more, and there's something, and then, you know, the stuff about season three that I just absolutely love. And, but Rick and Morty is different, you know? I love season one. I love it so much. Season two, though? We'll find out on the next episode of Nightcap with Jim. (laughs) That's going to be our show for tonight. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Please tune in to our morning show with Heath. He's just put out a new episode of that, so that's very exciting. Um, please tune in to his, his show, um, Morning, uh, Morning Mogami, and check out our other social media content at Morning, at, uh, Morning Mogami, <laughs> at, check out our other social media content at Mogami Players on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks again so much for stopping by for a nightcap. Good night. <laughs>